Uh. <laughs> <laughs> what a nice way of starting, bro. <laughs> wow. Guys, I fumbled the bag. This is our second time recording this because I freaking exit out of the freaking thing. So, if you guys couldn't already tell, we are filming or we're recording the phone. We are not in person today. Um, yeah. <laughs> we yeah, we're definitely doing this virtually, y'all. And you know how much we have a love hate for this technology yeah. advancement. <laughs> oh my god, because it's just oh. something. That wasn't even the technology fault. It was my mistake. Like the tech, everything technology wise is going great. No, it was going swimmingly. But no, Armani went ahead and closed the freaking folder. Oh my, so sick. I feel like maybe yeah, that was you. Or now I'm questioning if it was me because like literally when I signed in this time, it was like you have no Wi-Fi connection, and I was like, what do you mean? Like, so because you know how it'd be so weird with the goddamn wi-fi and having it yeah. and not having it i was like oh my god is this my wi-fi acting up and it fucking just dropped the call because i would be oh, sick no. no it wasn't that it was definitely fucking close the folder so silly okay would you like to take us through your week time to <laughs> <laughs> yeah i gotcha i gotcha okay i'm gonna start off i feel like maybe in order now that I got my times and sequence of events down in control. <laughs> but um, so, yeah, looking back at this weekend, it was family day weekend for me and Imani. We had family day weekend at our aunt's house. And I ended up staying the whole three days, which I loved, 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 loved. By the way, Imani, you need to send me that picture of the leaf. I seen you post it on your story yesterday to answer oh, a question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get it. Oh, yeah. I so I need that. But, yo, it was so fucking nice. Because I feel like I never get to connect with that side of the family ever. Let alone, like, be there for so long that I was here for it. I also noticed that on Monday I needed a debrief. Like, no. Actually, mm-hmm. Sunday that night I got home, I needed to smoke and be mentally not here on planet Earth. Mm-hmm. because I've noticed I was playing the role as an observer, engaging, listening, responding, and taking in everybody's energy around me, seeing teenagers love, hate, roller coasters of emotions to... It was just a lot. It was just a fucking lot happening. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I, I was like... I, I don't want to call it sensitive to what's happening, but I was just like, I don't think I've actually had to be in something like that for so long. But I'm truly grateful for the experience, y'all. But I noticed Monday, I kind of spent it as like a low day. Yeah, I did have work. I had to do like administrative shit. But it was mostly just a chill ass day, kind of just recuperating, getting myself together to go on with the week. Um, Tuesday was a chill ass day. I think it was just like a typical day for me. Mm-hmm. Then comes Wednesday, which is oh today's not Wednesday. <laughs> Silly me. Um, oh, oh yesterday. <laughs> no, yeah. yesterday. Yeah, yesterday was Wednesday. yesterday. Wait, I think. What the hell is today? Today's Thursday. Yes, yesterday was Wednesday. But um, Wednesday was just another basic ass day. Honestly, I don't think I really did anything. Mm. Now that I'm thinking, wait, I actually have my notes. Why am I lying? Hold on. 
the class day. I don't know if it's. Oh yeah, so guys, we're in Scorpio Moon, Scorpio Energy, Scorpio Season has started. My favorite season. Yeah, Scorpio Moon, and if I'm remembering correctly. I swear this moon or this energy has gotten me my panties in a bunch. So, like, mm. I feel like Scorpio moon or energy, correct me if I'm wrong because you're a Scorpio, mm-hmm. is definitely, like, confronting what's happening direct Absolutely. and probably diving in much deeper into the uncomfortableness or maybe it's just surfacing up. So, and, no, Scorpios, we're yeah. so deeply introspective. One thing about a Scorpio, you can't meet us at surface level. We don't like that shit. Um, you definitely are in going to get deeper, deeper than than you're probably usually comfortable with. And we like the actual truth. Like, we our own individual truth. Like, you're going to want to find out your truth, even if it's uncomfortable to face. But you're going to want to find out what your truth is in this moment. It's a super um season that we're entering yeah and see and with you saying that I think that's why I've I'm saying my panties in a bunch is because I mm-hmm. feel like this kind of will relate to remember the dreams we shared that we had on Tuesday yeah, oh, yeah. I think that's also a reflection of something I've been trying to put down but even aside from yeah. that I feel like I've been super reflective on how I'm showing up and like what side mm. of my purse because this is something I want to share I feel like we're always playing role-playing in our lives okay may, may you may not want to call it role-playing but we're always showing up as a part of ourselves in each moment in our life mm. and it is entirely us because each subsection you know that we hold is us entirely so I've been trying really? to figure out which side of me showing up what side is getting triggered why is that being a triggered and mm. how can I show up being better so I've definitely been diving a much deeper which I think has mm. really been getting me a little uncomfortable because mm. I sometimes don't be wanting to go that deep or be trying to avoid shit. Um, yeah. So I've definitely been really looking at that. And it's like, damn, girl, like, I really wrote panties in a bunch. And I think that mm. li- 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 led me to, I did a journal prompt and it was like, what's triggering you? And mm. how is this trigger showing up in your life if I was able to understand it? Mm-hmm. and it was I don't even think I was able to answer it I wasn't able to answer my journaling prompt y'all because I was struggling to come mm-hmm. up with what's triggering me and because I want to stay above surface level and don't know how to dive it down and um I think this leads me into Wednesday which was yesterday and mm-hmm. I think I was I'm realizing y'all your girl has been overwhelmed and stressed Mm -hmm. and I think the universe had answered that why Mm -hmm. because fast forwarding to today one job got cut (laughs) yes yeah (laughs) so I guess the universe must have been hearing my signs and I feel like you also shared with me too I think one was it you was like well however you're showing up in the world the universe is going to hear that or is seeing that right I think it was something like that that you shared with me and I was was saying that you attract who you are and not what you want yes that bingo 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 and that led me to start thinking too about when I was sharing my intentions like am I really living that was my other journal pump 
it was like, am I living for my goals? What are my goals? Am I showing up for those goals? And the whole answer was no. It's like, you're not, Deja. God, yeah. Like, yeah, I'm working, I'm hustling, bustling, but I'm not getting to my goals, nor am I showing up in the way I want to. Um, so y'all, I got fired from a job today because I'm a manager and it's, it's wild because the man literally was so upset for me having to be a manager and (laughs) in life events, you can't control life events, nor can you control when someone gets sick and having to show up for that. So it was, it, it kind of was just like a, a blessing in disguise, I think. Because truthfully, yeah. I was kind of ready to go myself. So yeah, that's why I was like, "Yeah, I am fine with this happening. It's okay." And I think that leads me to today. We're here, and mm. my day's still going, and we'll see how it's going. But I think overall, I've had a pretty good. It's been, it's definitely been Scorpio heavy. I've been definitely doing a lot of reflecting and looking back at my life and I, not even life overall, but just week, days, trying to take it all in. And that's me. Let's hear how you doing. How's your days and weeks been going so far? Yeah. So definitely heavy on the Scorpio energy. And it's like double because I am a Scorpio. So all the shit that <laughs> I already am being met with the energy of all that I am so it's like wow can someone relax turn down the fucking heat Jesus like, <laughs> calm down that's what the, that's what I'd be feeling recently like can we just take a fucking breather um the way that my weeks have been literally like I I'm I, actually this is a good week I think I only had about two mental breakdowns this week that were pretty serious um, so it's a great week and it's really interesting because I'm really living with, like you said, all the parts of self that that exist always. Um, and I think I'm seeing them all because Scorpio sees but also because I'm in such a transformative, like, part of my life. Like, I'm literally in so many new chapters right now at the same fucking time. So I think it's just a lot of things that are myself in the mirror. And so recently I've been dealing with, like, all of myself, which has been so hard because as humans, fucking beings, we're so, um, like, hypocritical sometimes. It's like, one moment I'll think this, I'll believe this with my whole heart, I'll feel this, and the very next fucking second, I'm a different person. It's like, girl, what is happening? And it's actually kind of insane. And then also, I was listening to this podcast today by Emma Chamberlain, and it's literally titled Alone But Not Lonely. And that's been mm. literally moved recently um, because I feel like I only have a social battery about 2% of the time these days. And the rest oh. of the 98% of the time, I want to never leave this room. Like, that's how I freaking feel. And when I, I keep making this mistake where in that 2% of the time where I'm socialize I want to be out I will schedule something outside of that two percent of the time and then when the the event comes I'm like damn I don't want to do that right now like I'm in that 98 percent of the time so that's easy to stop doing because I don't like to have to cancel plans or or not really be enthusiastic for what I'm going so I I don't like those um but yeah like I feel like I'm being met with all parts of myself and it just makes me feel a little bit 
and even more so it makes me feel like kind of crazy um but i think i think it's goes a, a bigger picture and I'm, I'm i'm learning the art of releasing and surrendering and i feel like i'm doing a lot better than i um i give myself credit for sometimes um but looking at this week again okay okay all right okay <laughs> okay <laughs> all right so check it <laughs> I didn't absolutely hate the weekend, right? Ooh. But I also didn't <laughs> <laughs> didn't like it either. Mm. Like I said, I don't have a huge social battery. Like I don't like like you said. I it took me two fucking days to fucking recuperate from the fucking weekend. Two fucking days <laughs> to recuperate, and I wanted to start recuperating in the midst of the weekend. So it was like my head was hurting I felt drained I felt irritated by the end I just like oh my god I got home and I cried that night like it was just a lot it was a lot I I didn't have the battery to be there a full three days with like you said so many it was like a whole bunch Mm -hmm. of fucking teenagers and it is so much fucking hormones and then oh my it was so much there was so much happening from like the tip top of the day to the very freaking end of the day they like the saturday i didn't have i didn't end up doing meditating that day and i think i also added to it it was just a lot it was a, there was no time to download anything or to to just sit and breathe really mm-hmm. um and activities themselves were fun the all that space in between each activity was so because it was just like, damn, I really want to be resting and not around all these people right now. Whereas in the activities, it was like, I really love that I'm around people right now. So it was like, you know, both of those. And also Gigi was there. And I haven't connected with Gigi like that in that way in freaking time. And it felt kind of like, oh, we're kids again. And we're like, we're the, the friendship that I knew us outside of um, the way that we kind of have gotten accustomed to being more recently. And so that felt really refreshing. And there was a lot of really nice parts. I loved our walk. I loved the podcast that we recorded this weekend. I loved our tea time. Like, there were so many moments that were definitely rewarding, and I'm grateful for them, but I didn't need the whole weekend. Like, I really didn't. I could have been I could have been just fine with a day. Um, and when Kaylin was talking about two weeks, uh, hun, let's about six months. Uh, no less. Cause the way I will not show up for anything less than six months away. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Absolutely not. It took me like all of Monday to recover from all of that night to all of Monday to recover from. Um, so that's what my Monday really consisted of was like coming down from all of the energies that was there and reflecting because while I was there, I didn't, I wasn't playing any observer role. I was very much in it as much as I could be like I did my best to be there um so when I got I did reflect and it was just like girl there was just so much <laughs> it's just so much it was so much um so yeah um then into Tuesday I had a dream about my app 
in my dream <laughs> like I literally I literally like um google searched every single aspect of my dream Yo, for every single <laughs> spiritual meaning that I can get out of that bitch when I tell you I googled every fucking aspect I could google search needs to do better I didn't get a lot of answers Same. um actually while I'm skipping forward just a little bit this one piece of information while I was hanging out with um my friend last night uh Jasmine I asked her if she knew any dream interpreters and she does she has a friend who's a dream interpreter yeah yeah yep yes yes ma'am so we're gonna get our dreams interpreted miss ma'am absolutely but let me tell y'all what this dream was and I want to hear your thoughts on this Deja okay Okay? you ready Mm -hmm. everyone ready get the snacks let's get into this dream real quick So this is this is all I remember. Mind you, I think it's really important to say I don't remember none of my dreams unless they're telling me a message. All of my dreams that I ever remembered. Let me make the last dream that I remembered that I woke up remembering um, was oh wait, I think it was during me and Nazis, and I'm pretty sure it was telling me the end of the relationship was coming. But even more, like, more starkingly, was the night that I was sexually assaulted, I had a dream of my friend at the time yelling yeah. at my boyfriend of the time, like, about my friend at the time, which this was in high school, yelling at my boyfriend at the time in high school that she didn't trust him. And I woke up from that dream, and that's the night that I was sexually assaulted. And that's what my dreams are like. Like, I don't my dreams I don't ever remember my dreams unless they have a message so I think that's really important to know as I get into what this dream is so in this dream we're living in what I distinctly know in my head is back bay which that's where my um partner my former partner Niles his mom lives and that's where I live I lived with them for about a year um and I knew we were living in back bay I knew we were living in the apartment space that his mom lived but it didn't look like her apartment it looked completely different it looked like an apartment that you would see in the show but like taking place in New York that's what it kind of looked like it had the whole fire escape mm-hmm. thing on the side with the ladder like it was such a vivid oh my god um and yes yeah, so we were in our apartment and we were we were still in the open relationship in the dream and he was on a date and I remember I was on the phone with the police and I was saying something about like the day exceeded 30 minutes. I think he's in trouble, something like that. And then I flashed forward, the police is on the phone. I can still hear them on the phone and they're talking about like, oh, he's probably fine, he's probably fine. But I flashed forward and I'm in a different perspective and I'm like seeing him outside of his body, but I still know it's me which is weird. And what's happening is he's in a pickup truck. The pickup truck has a fucking generic American flag <laughs> like in the back oh of it. God. Like it's given very much, it's given very much, you know, you know what it's given. Mm-hmm. Um, he's in the pickup truck. He's in the back of it. But it's interesting because it should be with the trunk. Like it's the trunk of the pickup truck, but it's closed off. Like it's not open. It's not out in the open the way a pickup truck actually is. So it's really weird, but he's in the back and the he's having sex with the date and she's like this ball. and oh they're having sex and none of the windows are tinted. So people there's like a group of white guys and they're looking in and they're laughing and they're like, Oh, like, oh look at the in the truck. Stuff like that. 
but the thing is i'm not there but i'm there in the sense that i'm seeing it and when he comes mm-hmm. home i know it happened and i oh, like wow. hung up with the police along the way something like that and then i was yelling at him not because he was having sex but because he didn't tell me he was gonna have sex something like that and that's the fucking dream and he was completely ignoring me while i was yelling at him that's oh dream. my god now you, you know, tell me what that means <laughs> First off, my first thing is, didn't he send you a message a few nights ago about be careful yes. if you're having sexual yes. intercourse? Yes, that's the next crazy thing. So me and Deja had a dream the exact same night, two nights ago, about our exes. But this weekend, while we were having a family day weekend, guys, my ex, Miles, the one who I had a dream about, texted me randomly on that Sunday, early Sunday, saying, just had a dream by the way like giving you a heads up you and deja should be safe during sex that's all he said i didn't ask for nothing yeah. else like that's all he said is that not insane that is insane one Two, now someone tell me what like, the fuck that means <laughs> like i'm questioning it because i know when they say like kind of dissecting a dream is really tricky because it's your subconscious telling you something so like I'm questioning maybe it's like did something happen that you thought happened but weren't too sure and maybe now this is like a confirmation or like I don't know like because that shit's bad yeah which we we'll Google. So I looked you. up a whole bunch of definitions, right? I ended up mm-hmm. the my favorite article was like twenty three um different meanings of a dream about your ex, whatever, something like that. And the things that resonated with me the most out of all the different twenty three fucking scenarios that I read were these. One, it's the subconscious that I'm not over him, but he's over me since he was having sex and I was the one like worried about it. Um, mm. secondly, it's tr- telling me about a trigger relationship that triggered me. And that mm. trigger would be one, my jealousy and insecurity in a lot of our relationship. And despite me being the one that wanted to be in an open relationship, <laughs> two, the fact that he was so nonchalant when I was telling him about it in the, in the dream, I could, I cannot stand how nonchalant he can be and how like unattached from his emotions he can be in the moment. Like, he's very much a type of person that's like, I think, reflect, and then come back. And I'm very much the type of person, like, we here to figure this out right now. Like, I'm one of those. Um, so that bothered me, and that was showing mm-hmm. in the dreams. Another thing, it was saying it could be, like, fears that you have. Um, and another part of that, it could be telling you fears that you have that are actually coming true. So I mm-hmm. took that as, like, maybe he has moved on it's sexually and my subconscious and the universe is trying to you know soften the blow like girl this is how just want you to know <laughs> I'm like he's out there fucking just wanted you to know like um I don't know and then um also it was talking about how my subconscious could be telling for me to like move on and, like um yeah so there was a lot of different things that I was like okay it could be that okay it could be that okay that was me okay but yeah it was yeah. a lot. It was a lot. That, that, wow. Because I think, I think I came across the same article in my dream. Yeah. Y'all, since we're here, I'll tell y'all my dream. I'll tell y'all my dream. Okay, get into it. So, my dream took place, I want to say, two nights ago. And yeah. I, I'm so upset that I don't have the journal in front of me because I literally would have fucking read it to you. 
but all I remember is it was Michael. It was me and Michael, and mm-hmm. it was as if like we were dating again, but yeah. I was able to see it. So it was like I was outside of my body watching us date, and mm. we were like, all I remember is like we were out. We get in the car, we're driving off, and we're talking, mm. and. It kind of made it seem like, because what I remember from, like, looking up the 23 thing, because that's the website I came across, it was, like, if you're having a dream about a long-term ex or someone that, you know, you really loved or whatever, that it can either be that you're lonely, that you're getting over it, um, all these other things. And I think the one that hit me the most was not necessarily lonely, because I think when they used lonely, they gave two different scenarios. But it was, Mm. like, that you're kind of longing for love again. And you're, like, getting ready to kind of open up, but you're not really there yet. And I think that's what the dream was referring. Because, like, when I tell you this dream was, like, verbatim of kind of the shit I've been thinking about. Like, oh, my God. Like, I kind of let go of a good one. Like, we Mm. were both there but not manifesting the same thing that I was trying to last minute and upset that he couldn't see it that Mm. there was so many shit that was happening in that dream that just the car ride itself was something that was quite familiar Mm. oh my god what is that is that somebody's phone that i was just like holy crap what happened so i was like i don't know what in the world it was but it was kind of crazy because I was like, I need to know more. So if this dream interpreter is real, I got yeah. dreams for days that I'd be writing down. And I always find it no. crazy because I know they say, like, kind of understanding a dream is not it. So I'm trying to ask my subconscious, like, are you trying to tell me to get over this man? Or to stop sitting here thinking about this man mm. and accept what it is? Are you trying to tell me, like, I don't know what, because now I'm like, should I start Googling certain things, like, colored cars? What does it mean to be in the car? Like, Bro, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's so many ways that you can Google this. I just need to talk to someone. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I feel Bro, like, I'm like, someone needs to help me unpack this, because I need to know. <laughs> no, I definitely, I'm gonna, I'm definitely get you in contact with the girl once I get the information from Jasmine. I need to remind her. But yeah. Please. Okay, that was Tuesday. So it brings me today. Um yes. I ended up oh, I realized that um well first I had an interview at Aritzia and that went really well. I'm going for the second round tomorrow. But that's just a side note. The main thing is I realized that I need a better friend system, support system, because all y'all motherfuckers wasn't ready or there for me when I was being attacked by a son of peace. Okay. <laughs> the way that I was really here, I was living. So in my, in my past relationship, he pointed out like, like you must be looking for the bugs because you always see them. Like you always see them. And honestly, <laughs> maybe that's partially true want the motherfuckers to get on me or get close to me like I gotta be on the lookout for these hoes you feel me like I gotta you know I'm assassinating these bitches and so I yesterday minding my damn business living my life and things moving on my left and so I look 
And there's the biggest centipede I have ever encountered in my fucking life coming out from a hole underneath my door, like the door frame. It was like coming out from there. Oh my God. Dropped my fucking ass. I shrieked. Like I didn't scream. I shrieked like someone in horror movie, like the white girls from the horror movies. I was shrieking. I screamed. I got my ass up. The farthest side of this fucking room. I'm like, I'm swearing at it. I'm yelling at it. I'm like, why? What the fuck? I'm going insane. Like, I'm saying a whole bunch of shit. I'm talking my absolute shit to the centipede. Meanwhile, homie's just trying to get behind stuff and hide. And I'm cussing it out. Like, I'm really like, I should have fucking, like, I'm really going in on this centipede. And then. And I try to call my fucking support system. I'm telling you, I called everyone from grandma to fucking you to a Shayla. I called, I almost called Niles. That's how bad it was getting. I was about to call my ex like, please, someone help me. I was going insane and no one was home except for me. And none of y'all motherfuckers answered. I don't care if you guys are at work. I don't care. I was in danger and none of y'all answered. Insane. Um, but eventually Kimball calls me and she's like, I'm with grandma, what is it? And I'm like on the phone, hysterical, like there's a centipede, you need to get here now. And luckily she was on her way to drop off the boat and she was coming. She ended up coming and saving me from the centipede. Um, and we literally had to tear apart the room to find where it was because like at that point I had left where it went. Um oh and we killed it. <laughs> And I slept. I took my ass to the room, and I will be sleeping in the living room until further notice. Um, because we don't, we don't play these games. We do not play these games. One thing about, and I honestly think I must memory or trauma around bugs because I think my fear of bugs is actually irrational. Like I think it's actually irrational because the way my grandma saw it, like when she came in, and then it was it came running from behind the bed, and I'm like freaking out. Or whatever, losing my shit again, and she just stomps on it, and she goes, "Ha, I got it." And I was like, "That's it? <laughs> like, that's it? That's all? That's that's all that was?" Like, oh my god, it's literally insane. So I, I'm pretty sure I have some type of um, like fucking memory about being terrified of bugs because it's actually it's it's crazy. It's irrational. It is irrational. Like, no, absolutely. Like when she killed it, I literally had a panic attack after i don't know why i don't know why but i was like oh my god am i about to cry right now and i fucking had a penis tag and i was like what is happening what is happening what is happening because that's not the first time i remember when you oh was making pancakes god. or was going to make the pancakes yes it's like girl you can't kill it you will stop everything you're doing yes oh. i know oh I my bet. god yo and then when she came in and she found me i had the broom in my hand she was like, why didn't you just hit it with the broom? I was like, I didn't get the broom till after I lost that motherfucker. I don't know where he went. Oh, I don't know why I have, like, this fear of it, like, fucking flying from the ground to my fucking face and attacking my face. And um, so I have a question. Does everything climb vertically? Like, can all insects do that? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. I think so. Okay, I good. think no, no. Like, I think could they it all climb travel from the ground? Okay. Up? Could it 
the ground to my bed. Like, yeah, could it go up onto my bed? I want to say maybe 80% of the time or 80% insects, yes. That's disgusting. See what I mean? Absolutely not. Absolutely fucking not. Yeah, no, I have a friend. Yeah, no. And I've had to kill a whole bunch of spiders. Don't get me started on that shit. I had a friend who, a centipede, she didn't peep the centipede until it got in her face. Can I tell you how I would die on the spot? The way it would be the last second of life for me. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness gracious. Oh, my goodness gracious. I think I, I think I would lose my shit because I know yeah. people have so much phobia around bugs. And yeah. I think it's for that reason. It's because it can get on. Oh, my God. So, it's, it's, I think you have a phobia. I think not, maybe not trauma unless you do and you'll discover maybe that. Maybe it is but a phobia. I think it's just yeah. a phobia. Because oh when I tell you, when I, I've never met anybody like you, like, yeah, people are afraid of spiders and shit. No, you, it's, it's a fucking phobia because you deadass freeze and you're just panicking. Like, you will Yeah, not, I lose my will, fucking shit. Oh, my God. Nah, but if I wake up and have a spider on me, I've been bitten, I've, like, centipede, I've been bitten by spiders. I, I, you feel me? I'm not spider woman at this point, but, like, I'm close no. to it. <laughs> yeah. Bro, a centipede on me. I think, Bro, yeah, it's I, like, that's, that's when I'm oh done. Oh, my God. I will put myself it's, in a bubble. I will live in a bubble. I do not I play with them like shits. I, I, I knew how to stay in their space. Like, if we just survived separately, this could be okay. <laughs> but, no, it's like they don't understand personal they don't understand privacy and these type of things bother me deeply to my to my core to my soul um yeah that happened and i realized i needed more friends um you know get more friends and i i um but directly after that i went on a little spontaneous night trip with jasmine we went to um freaking what is it the uh Stop and shop, I think it was. And then we went mm-hmm. to go get uh, my Halloween costume, which brings me to my next point. I have had two Halloween plans and they both fell through. Um, <laughs> uh, I think that's a sign to not here. Um, and I hear you. I was going to say, I loud. heard it's not a good time to celebrate. Yeah. It's really much better to sit down and connect with ancestors and do a lot of work. Definitely be careful if you are going out, though, is what I heard in the cards being pulled for this week so take it as you will oh really bring us out yeah what is what why what were they saying um i think it's just because one obviously it's halloween the veil gets thinner um i think just with this year overall and like what's happening this week what do you mean the veil gets thinner so like the veil gets thinner around halloween always just because it's the day of like you know spirit stuff um people really start kind of conjuring up and really embody that whole witch mindset that whole like Mm. i'm kind of here for it um Mm. let me see so i know it did say the 10 28 yeah so 10 30 it's like saturn and um jupiter square the bonnet killer the part of you that wants to be seen and then like the sun doesn't like to be restricted but saturn likes that um so being done with fear if you are aligned, your hands to that this shows. So it's just like a better time to spend connecting. I didn't finish mm-hmm. writing it up, but I can definitely like add that into the thing. But it's just like you would probably be, if you're not already experiencing it, like just heavy thoughts, um, the nitty gritty mm-hmm. stuff that you 
don't want to get done, but you can at this time. So don't let your fear and ego whack you out of this transition. It can be humbling. It's a humbling experience, but yeah, I've been, I've been telling everybody that I'm like, just, if you're out there, be careful. Cause I don't think I'm doing anything <laughs> besides working. Yeah. Yeah. At first I was supposed to go to New York guys, but that didn't end up happening. Um, the person I was going to go with didn't want to go anymore. And so the second plan was to go to a friend of a friend's um, house party. Um, but she canceled today. After I got the costume. I got the costume last night and she canceled today. So that was only, I was only bummed out about that because I had already gotten the costume. But I'm actually not that mad about not going. Like, like I said, I don't have that much of a social battery to begin with. Um, <laughs> so I wasn't that mad about that. But also, like, the costume I got, I made it so I could wear it for other days of the year. Because I'm not going to buy something that I can only wear one night. That No, it's a no for me. So I ended up getting, like, this black bodysuit. I could wear that every single day. And it's a different style of bodysuit than I already had. And this, like, fake leather, the faux leather um, vest. And it says, mm-hmm. like, outlaw, like, bad boy, whatever. It's It's corny, but... I could style it up in a really nice way, and I know that. So, it wasn't a complete waste, I guess, but I can't return it. Like, there's no refunds because we're so close to Halloween. So, yeah, I know. Um, And then, I know, corny. And then that brings me to today. Um, Yeah, I found out today that I'm still not into masturbating. I did attempt to again. Don't get me wrong, like, I achieved an O, but it was, like, not satisfying at all. Have you ever came and was, like, damn? Yeah, <laughs> like, has that ever um, happened to you? I, no, I don't think so, honestly. What? I don't think so. Oh, my God. Recently, when I've been trying to masturbate, like, I'll come and I'll be, like, womp, womp, womp. Like, that was kind of, I was literally anticlimactic, which is funny, because isn't this supposed to be a climax? But, Yeah. Um, I've been realizing, I don't know, masturbating is just not doing it for me the way it used to. It's like, I think I'm becoming more of a person that wants, wants the intimacy and all of the different sensations and emotions that comes with the real deal. And so I found out today that, yeah, I'm still not into that. That was kind of blah. Um, and yeah, that's about it. That's what a, what a nice way to end it. Work right into the conversation. Oh, this smells bad. Oh my, yo, can we talk about for a quick second Brussels sprouts? Why do they oh, get I love so bad Brussels so fast? Sprouts. Oh, and yeah, the smell they get when they get bad. Mm. How do you tell if they're bad? I don't know. Oh. I think broccoli is a lot worse, though. Broccoli smells disgusting. Yeah, so I just discovered my Brussels sprouts are. No, so I had to taste it. I don't. My Brussels sprouts are good, but whatever soup I just made out of lentils is what's bad. This shit fucking reeks and it is sour. I'm gonna eat the good Brussels sprouts and just a bunch of veggies today. Wow. Maybe so. All right. Do you want to take a a couple seconds for a short word from our sponsor? Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. I'm to quick leave recording and this should be good, right? It sure the fuck should be. Okay, do it. Okay. Okay. 
yes. Uh, and we are back. Wait till you see how I renamed that last episode <laughs> or last segment, oh I should say. <laughs> oh man. All right. So this is the second and main part of the podcast. And we are going to be discussing the answer to this question. Deja, are you ready? I think so. No to do this. Is everyone ready? Get your pen and papers out. Get ready to take some notes and reflect. Um, okay. Should you change who you are in order to keep the lover you want to be with? I'm going to say it again. And I got this from a, an amazing podcast episode, um, Shan Booty, Shan Boodrum. She's a sex ex- expert, sexologist, among so many other things. Um, her most recent podcast, a fucking gem. She did it with um, Jeannie Mai from The Talk or The Real, I think it's called, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, really great. Highly recommend. Uh, but the question again, should you change who you are in order to keep the lover you want to be with. Now, she made a good point of saying she's not asking, should you become someone that you're not or try to become someone that you're not in order to get love and validation from someone else? And she's also not asking, um, do you reject the real you in order to be someone else? She's not asking mm-hmm. those. She's asking, should you change who you are in order to keep the lover you want to be with, Deja, what do you think? Okay, I want to say yes, because oh, wow. if, yes. if you're pointing out the other two points, because those are my first things. One, am mm-hmm. I changing so that I can be accepted and feel love? Like I'm altering myself, but not in a positive way, but just mm-hmm. to feed in my negative parts. Two, am I altering my way to keep someone that may not necessarily be for me. So it's kind of leading into a toxic relationship. But since those aren't part of this question or the reasoning to this question, I'm saying Mm -hmm. yes, because being in a partnership, you're always growing and changing. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm thinking the first thing that comes to mind to kind of understand this or the way I'm understanding this would have to be, let's say your partner doesn't like your communication styles like you kind of become a cold wall when they're trying to communicate with you either Mm. you're changing the way you're communicating or you yourself Mm -hmm. are going to have to take that step to say hey I actually need time to think about this Um, Mm. I'll get back to you so that's a form of changing happening so I think yes you should change especially if it's someone you feel like is worthy of your love and is something you want to pursue long term Mm. um I guess the only factors I'm thinking about that come into play with this is acknowledging that change. When does that change Mm. need to happen? How will it happen? Um, I think maybe the tricky part, just because I feel like you never really know something needs to change until either one, a person's addressing it, or two, you kind of are seeing the consequences for it. Um, Mm. But I think that's kind of how I'm taking this question. What you thinking? What you thinking? I think, yes. Um, I think you should absolutely change who you are in order to keep the lover that you want to be with. Um, I think regardless of whether you intentionally do it or not, everything in life will help you to change and evolve if you are doing life right. 
it will help you mm. like if you are doing life right you should be completely different from who you were as a fucking infant to a child to a preteen to a teen to a young adult to you know like it should always you should be in constant um um evolution and if you don't like that word you should just be changing to be closer to your truest most beautiful most authentic self you should be growing you should have the intention to grow um so whether you mean to or not if you're doing life right if you're doing your relationships right um you're gonna change regardless <laughs> like mm-hmm. and then it becomes like you said being intentional with that change are you changing in a way that you want to be changing are you changing in a way that actually benefits um your goals and your purpose and what you want out of this life this one singular beautiful life um and also like just I think another thing with intention like it helps you realize like why you are changing and you can realize oh am I changing because I want to not be rejected am I changing because I want to be validated or am I changing this is a legitimate area where I could use growth in this is a legitimate area where I can evolve in, where I can be better and show up better. And also, if you love someone, if you truly love someone, you want to be a better person for them, not just for yourself, not just for your person, better human being overall, but you want to be a better person for the person you love and you want to be with someone who calls for that better, better higher version of yourself. You want to be with someone who inspires a better and higher version with yourself. Why would you find the person that you love, that you're in love with, the person that you want to spend your life with, and then the thing that ruins that possibility is your inability to change who you are to be a better person? It doesn't make any sense to me. It don't make no sense, and I don't think anybody can make that make sense. I feel like... Exactly. The part you shared upon your intention, I think, can really help one undercover when those changes need to happen is asking those mm-hmm. questions because you can't grow and change. Like, yes, someone may aid in that and may make you want to do that, but ultimately mm-hmm. it still comes down to you at the end of the day. So I think asking Period. for your intentions, asking the reasons why you're choosing to do this will yeah. help progress that, but also make it clear as to why you're choosing to change in those ways you're choosing to change. Not necessarily for somebody else, but for the long term. Yeah, exactly. And also, like, the, I feel like the main counter argument to that would be, like, well, someone that I'm with should love me exactly how, who I, as, should love me as exactly, oh, wait, sorry, should love me exactly as I am. Yeah, sorry, wow, I was really struggling. Um, <laughs> which, yes, I think when you're with someone who's actually meant for you, they love you, right? But I think you're forgetting that sometimes it's easier to see things from the outside than it is to see from the inside. So they love you, but they... Can you hear me? Yeah, can you hear me? Okay. They love you, but they're also in a better position to see your best self. Like, they're in a better position to see your potential and who you can be if you grow and evolve. So, yes, they love you as who you are right now, but also they are very aware of your potential. So they, I think a, a healthy relationship wants to help you bring or wants to bring you to that next level, to your, to your potential, to your purpose. So, yes, you, I think both can be true. They love you as who you are, but also, like, changing will, will benefit you and the relationship and everything else. 
Yeah, that's very true because I feel like that's definitely the major counter argument that was stirring up in my head. Like, yeah, someone will has to love me for who I am. Yes, they're loving you for your true authentic self, but all they're wanting to do is see you grow. So I feel like yo, when I tell you, you do one good deed and they call yo, I didn't say share yo when I before coming into my work study, there was some people standing outside, right? Trying to get you to sign up for something. Yeah, it was a, it's a nonprofit called Harshin, Harrison or Internationals, and you're pretty much helping a family in poverty around either in Africa, the Middle East, around like on that side of the world. And mm-hmm. by you supporting them, you're giving them a goat. You pay $15 a month and you're giving them a goat so that they oh, can wow. pretty much learn how to, you know, get milk, agriculture, yeah. kind of start their own agricultural system and get out of poverty. Which is kind of crazy because they're working from the grassroots up. And yeah. the guy was so fucking cool. Like, when I tell you this man was a Scorpio, he goes, I'm an extrovert for sure. He started talking. Yeah. I was like, boy, you sit in the cold, take my $15. You got me. You sold me. So, oh, uh... <laughs> yeah, they were trying to call me to sit here and give me a thanks and, you know, just verify my information and shit. But I was just like, yo, I'm in the middle of recording a fucking podcast. I'm, you're going to have to hold. And then I tried going back and it was, like, completely gone. You were gone. I was like, okay, we're going to have to start this over again. Damn. <laughs> oh, man. Did it save? It did save, though. It did. It did. Okay, good, good, good. You were talking. You had a point before it went out. It? Yeah, I was going to say that Um, I don't know what you heard or what was shared in the podcast. Not, none back of it, at it. I heard. Okay. But I was saying how the counter argument could be someone loving you for who you are. Mm. Yes, that's a valid statement because an individual who's loving you is solely going to love you for you, but Mm -hmm. they simply want to see you grow in the most positive ways, you know? Someone's not, shouldn't love you for your barren, toxic behaviors, limiting beliefs, certain things like that, and I feel like that kind of ties into that saying where you should be watering your pot while getting your pot watered. You know, you want things to always be beneficial to take for tat. So I feel like if you can't help an individual grow or make the relationship somewhat, I don't, I would say challenging, but not challenging in the aspect of you, you feel uncomfortable, challenging in, I want to continue to grow and be better for my lover. And yeah. he wants to, he and my partner reciprocating that same energy to me, I think is really how it should be. Um, exactly. or is how it adds to, you know, growing and changing for an individual because I don't think you should stay the same because you're never the same throughout your day-to-day life as you evolve, you know, through different stages in your life. Um, you are never the same person. So I don't think it's realistic to say you should not change for someone you love that you're dating or being in a partnership with. Also, I think you made a really great point of like, especially if it's reciprocated, you should do it. I think that's so important. Like, if someone's on, on, if you're in a partnership with someone and they're just dishing out all the ways that you need to change, but don't want to be receptive to the ways that you, they could, to, they could be better, they can be a better person and partner, um, mm-hmm. then maybe they're not the best person to listen from because it doesn't seem, you know, like, I'm not saying not to listen to what they're saying because I think anyone can teach the people that you don't like the most. They can teach you really valuable mm-hmm. things about yourself. But I do think it's, important to be very weary of taking anything they say um wholeheartedly because clearly you know they don't want to so i think it, it that same energy being reciprocated is a great like it's a green flag like definitely 
you they're telling you the ways that you can be a better person you want to be a better person for them you want to change for them and that's being reciprocated girl go yes get into it and also i feel like you know yeah you know like who that person I, you'll know like if you have to ask the question it's a no just get away get out i was gonna say I mean, yeah, you're gonna if you're asking, how do you regardless. know yeah mm-hmm. but like mm-hmm. if you're if that's if you know if that love is so um if it's, it's if it's true if it's real if it's potent if it's beautiful um if it's healthy like you'll know like you'll be like wow this person I didn't even know I got mad that much. But being with this person is making me realize how angry I get and how rude I get when I'm angry. Boom. That's beautiful. Why would you change that? (laughs) That's what I'm saying. So it's like you already know and you shouldn't have to ask because if you're asking, that's a sign. That's a red flag within itself. And that kind of gives you the answer that you're having to ask this question. Mm -hmm. But I also think not being so defensive to I think these are things that kind of can come up when someone's going through this or having to think about this is getting um feedback hearing about mm-hmm. it you know making sure you're kind of guard down and seeing it that it's coming from a wholesome loving place and not like attacking yeah. you is something to exactly. address because I feel like these are other things that someone can encounter when things like this are coming up and faced with situations like this because it's like Yes, it may be a loved one, but then again, you may feel some sort of way, or even with anybody, I feel like, no matter what type of relationship it is, you're wanting to change. Friendships, family, mm-hmm. friend, like, all over, the whole nine. Things like this always happen, and it's like, if you can't acknowledge where you need to grow and change, mm. then I think... I think that's 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 the line. That's, that's, that's a red flag, and that's where the line gets drawn, and we're just gonna leave it at that, and... I can't help you if you don't want to help yourself, you know? Yeah, so, but I also, I agree. It is important to, like, take everything with a grain of salt and just be, you know, use your analytical mind. Like, mm-hmm. you know, take note. Is this person saying these things out of love? Do they, are they telling me the ways that I can grow out of love? Am I noticing the ways that mm-hmm. I need to grow to be a better person out of love? Or is this person being malicious? Like or that. am mm-hmm. I gaslighting myself? Or am I um willing to change these parts of myself that make me who I am like values wise in order to receive validation from this person mm. like I think it's really important to discern these type of things like use your analytical mind um and I honestly I do think you'll feel it like I think we just know at our at the pit of our core we know everything we need to know so just maybe you know listen to that if there if if you might be in a situation where you're not really sure just listen to what you deep within and also jay shetty said this really great great quote where people tend to listen to everyone's opinions or listen to no one's opinions and i think that's really important to like you should do neither you shouldn't listen to everyone's opinions and you also shouldn't listen to any like to no one's opinions i think it's beautiful Mm. finding a balance so being in a relationship taking that same thing like bringing that into your your relationship with your lover like yes grow um the things that feel right don't feel like you have to change everything and um allow them to help you to to change those things that feel right that feel like they're benefiting you uh without feeling like you have to you have to really sacrifice the parts of you that you you know enjoy that make you you that i think is very much well said because we as humans sometimes catch ourselves not looking within 
mm. nine times out of ten, and we're expecting outside partners, especially in a relationship. I feel like I, I think Jay Shetty said this too, if I'm not mistaken, is that nine times out of ten, we're expecting our partners to come in and change what needs to be changed with yeah. us not doing the work. Mm-hmm. So I think acknowledging that. Because that ties in very well with what you just said about taking everything with a grain of salt, asking where this is coming from, asking Mm. if this is something you feel like you yourself need to change and seeing where they're getting that comment from, you know, if it's coming from, I guess, like your five senses of like, are they just saying this to just say this or is it because I did an action that they were saying this because of or is this because of something you did, you know, really trying to see and understand where it's coming from because eventually you're going to have to tap in and do that. Like you're going to have to find your key and mm. do the digging and opening those doors and un- unpacking. It's so fucking uncomfortable, but that's really the only way you're going to change and grow long term. Mm. Yo. And so then I, I, it, yeah. No, sorry. Keep going. I didn't mean to cut No, you. I was just going to say it ties into so much than just simply being in a relationship, you know, it's a re- relationship for someone else, but within yourself too. You want to change yeah. and see yourself. It's, it's a, process that you're gonna have to um, embark on pretty much yeah another uncomfortable thing that you may notice come up is sometimes within your partnership you're gonna feel kind of like a loss of self like a like you're losing your sense of self okay now this is this is tricky um because that could be because you're growing but it could also be because you're in an, an unhealthy, toxic, codependent relationship. Mm. Um, so this is tricky. So definitely, again, this is where the discernment comes in. This is where reflection comes in. This is where, you know, all those good things, all those great um, tools that we have within us. But I'm talking about in the healthy way where you are growing and you're changing and you're evolving all those beautiful things. You're going to enter a period where you feel lost. Like you have a lot. You lost your sense of self. And that is not entirely bad. It's uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, bad because that means that what's happening in that in that moment is you're going through transition. You're no longer who you used to be, but you're also not quite yet who you're meant to be or who you're growing into. Like you're you're in this in between and that's so uncomfortable and it's very confusing and you could feel a little lost and like you lost your sense of self because you did you lost the old sense of self that you knew for however long um and you don't really know the new sense of self that you're coming into um so i think it's important to note that can be a very uncomfortable thing that happens too but also again having the discernment is this something that's healthy is this a a a reaction of a healthy thing or is it a reaction of maybe something unhealthy and, and toxic wow that i i love that you said that because i feel like that's what happens or i think i can speak for myself i think being in something you you're changing so it's like who the who are you at this point in time and it may be unwary for your partner or yourself to be like oh my god like i don't even show up now as this new person or as this phase i'm going through it's definitely i think something challenging to communicate or even address sometimes because you're just like unsure yourself but Mm. i think noticing that and being able to sit with that uncomfortableness I think Mm. is so going to be so beneficial it's so going to be beneficial and I think I now that you're saying that I'm like thinking back to a moment in time when that happened to me and I feel like it has definitely led me to where I'm at now of this like deeper journey of being Mm. more with myself in the alone time and embarking this journey after looking back at a previous relationship and being like holy shit like 
that was a dope relationship and that was a start of what could be considered possibly a healthy relationship yeah and the changes I've seen within myself and that other individual of like watering each other back and forth to then now reflecting and being like oh okay that was a door open and now I'm here kind of going a bit deeper into this like rabbit hole within myself so mm. beautiful beautiful I think another really dope thing I have a challenge for Ooh. everyone I have a challenge for everyone. Okay. Again, do these things. If you feel comfortable with, take everything with a grain of salt. I have 10 questions that I wrote down that I want you to ask either your current partner or your most recent ex. Okay. Now, this is why I say take it with a grain of salt. If you know that you should not reach out to your ex because they are <laughs> abusive, manipulative, or because they are malicious, or because you literally are not in, like ready to reach out to them. Don't mm-hmm. do that. Obviously, just take these questions and do your best reflection by yourself with a journal, with your memories, okay? Um, if you are in a relationship, you should be ready. You should be a, uh, uh, willing to ask your partner these questions. I feel like these are questions. They're not really uncomfortable questions to ask a partner. I feel like a healthy relationship, you should um, be able to ask these questions. But yes, again, take them with a grain of salt. Grab your pen and paper, guys, if you don't already have it. The first question is, did you feel celebrated? And what I mean by this is, um, like, if I told you that there were things that I felt like you needed to change and you felt like you did the work to change it, did you feel like I acknowledged, affirmed, and celebrated you for it? That's the first question. The second question, did you feel held and supported? If not, why or how so? The third question. Was I a good ally towards you? My version of that question was specifically in the scope of my ex's blackness and being a black man in America. But I think you could say, was I a good friend or was I a good ally in just anything, just about anything? Like, did you feel like I was a good supporter in your dreams, your purpose, your mo- what motivates you and what your interests were? I feel like you could take that a lot of different places. The fourth question. Did I inspire you to grow in healthy ways? The fifth question. Did I inspire you to grow in ways that solely or mostly benefited you? The sixth question. Did you feel loved unconditionally, unapologetically, fully, and as your complete self as you showed up in each moment without shadows or your past self mistakes? The seventh question. Did you feel like I gave you enough space slash freedom? The eighth question. After our partnership or during, if you're still with them, what are your thoughts on changing for slash with the person you're with? The ninth question. What's something you learned not to do again in the future from your partnership? And the tenth. What's something you know you want to continue in the future from this partnership? Now, this, these are 
it, I think it's always important to reflect. It is always so important to reflect. If there's one thing I'm damn good at, it's reflecting. Like, maybe <laughs> to the point that I can start, you know, crossing that thin line into overthinking. Um, and that's, you know, um, you know, I mean, that's not that's not that good. But I think I'm really good at overthinking. I think at reflecting. I think it's really important to reflect, and I think it's important to do that if you're in a relationship because. Oh my God, it's so important to have checkpoints. I think too often we wait until shit is falling apart to ask these important questions. Whereas when it's good, you want to ask these questions too because it's like, I want to stay in this in this good period I, as long as I can. You know, like, yeah, life happens. But I want us to be good while life is happening. It would suck if we're we're not good and life is also happening. So while things are good, you know, ask these these. Um, questions have these checkpoints so it's important to ask these questions of your past partner um because when you're you want to learn from your relationships whether it's platonic or or you know your lover like you want to learn from these things so you don't carry on the same shit all the time so you're not you know um you're not continuing old patterns toxic patterns um self-sabotaging patterns and what's the point of doing life if you're not going to do it in a way that you're learning from your mistakes, that you're learning from your experiences, from your journeys? Um, so, yeah, I think I think it's really important. I think these are really important questions to ask. Again, if you don't feel comfortable asking your ex um, for whatever reason, you can reflect on these questions um, or reflect on how you felt in your relationship using these questions and go from there. I would say thank you for prompting those questions and moments yeah. of reflection because I send them to me and I'll create, I think, like at least a little something so that people can just refer back to it if they didn't have enough a chance to, you know, jot it down or for even people who ain't tune into the episode but want to see it, it'll be on social media for them. Yeah. And damn. I, you know what this is reminding me of? Um, there's a show actually where my favorite actress i think it's zoe um mm -hmm. Kravitz, she's in a and she's literally doing this she goes to all her exes and she'll ask them why they left her and it's like you know kind of just her going on this journey but not taking it into like obviously this kind of route but i want to do this i'm gonna do this yeah. <laughs> because you, you you sparked something in me girl you you, you touched me right now I'm glad. Thank you. I'm glad. I hope. I mean, if I did go too fast anyway, like, feel free to pause. I will also um, post these questions on my Instagram the day that this podcast goes up. But I think it's so important to reflect, man. It's like the last thing I want to do is be five relationships in and be like, damn, I'm still repeating the same shit I was in high school yeah. like that damn like you know no, I feel that because I've been I've been reflecting a whole lot and kind of just asking myself and I think it's kind of like what you're saying where it comes to the point of like yo are you kind of how are you going way too deep in making a story up that's not necessarily there so mm. I definitely be feeling that too because I'm like hold on was that <laughs> am I overthinking <laughs> let me backtrack yeah. sometimes but yeah I, I agree I think it can get tricky with like reflecting and making sure you're not getting to a point where you're kind of like, you know, putting yourself down or like you said, making up scenarios that didn't actually happen, like creating fantasies in your head and, and, you know, fucking going down the wrong path with those. I think it could be a little tricky, but yeah, that, that is what I have. Do you have anything else for the peeps 
Um, I don't think so, y'all. I think that is everything, truthfully. I think that's it. So let us know, guys. Let us know. What are your thoughts? Do you think that you should change who you are in order to keep the lover you want to be with? Let us know. Hit us up. You know the vibes. We always love hearing from you guys. Um, And if this resonated with you guys, feel free to share it on your stories. Tag us. Leave us a five-star review on whatever you're listening to us on. And uh, we're excited to catch you in the next one, guys. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Tune in. Enjoy the rest of your week. Stay warm. Be safe. Have fun. And get turned on this Halloween happy spooky rest of the week into November. Catch you on the next month. Period. Bye. Bye.